Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A transgender shooter at a Christian church, Joel Osteen's church, and a child is shot nearing death. The Supreme Court fights Joe Biden on free speech censorship and a $3,000 fine for quoting the Bible in public. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A shocking church shooting at Joel Osteen's megachurch in Houston, Texas. And the shooter is a transgender who took aim at and severely brain injured a child who is nearing death. The report comes from BNN who reports a shocking incident at Lakewood Church in Houston. I've been there, I've worked with their staff. Uh, and the shooter is a transgender woman. You can't tell if it's a man now pretending to be a woman. Uh, you can see the picture. Open guesses as to what he or she formerly and currently is. Now goes by the name of Janessi. Yvonne Moreno, with her child in critical condition, not expected to survive after being shot in the frontal lobe and a lot of the child's brain has now been removed by doctors, life altering even if the child survives by some miracle. But the shooter's anti-Christian motives are now becoming clear after a search of Moreno's criminal history and political affiliations. Janese Ivoni Moreno is a 36-year-old transgender. We're gonna suggest a man, biological man, pretending to be a woman who previously went by the name Jeffrey Escalante, was actually imprisoned in a man's prison under the name Jeffrey, now going by Janese was reportedly the armed <clears throat> armed individual who entered the megachurch last week Sunday and opened fire <clears throat> on a Sunday afternoon as the Hispanic service was about to begin. According to responding police, Moreno arrived at the church wearing a trench coat, carrying a backpack loaded with guns and ammunition with a five-year-old boy in tow. Around 1.53 p.m., he or she entered the church lobby and began shooting. Two off-duty off law enforcement officials working at the church responded with life-saving measures to return fire, ultimately killing the shooter, Moreno. The transgender is now dead. Tragically, the child accompanying him or her and also another person, a 57-year-old man, were hit by gunfire during the shooting. The child is currently in critical condition, near death, at Texas Children's Hospital. May have been Moreno's own child who was shot. 
Upon searching Moreno's vehicle, police did not find any explosives, despite her alleged complaints he or she during the incident claimed to be carrying a bomb. Well, wasn't carrying a bomb, but still shot at people and was eventually killed by police gunfire. Genesi or Jeffrey Marino had a lengthy criminal record dating back to 2005, which included charges of assault, forgery, marijuana possession, theft, evading, and unlawful carrying of a weapon. So he or she had a record and obviously deluded with some kind of mental illness. <clears throat> it might be a demon, just throwing that out. But the most alarming detail discovered by investigators was the phrase, free Palestine, written on the gun used in the shooting. So more political motives. Hates Jews, wants to free Palestine from Israel. Hates Israel. Gee, let's see. The shooting took place at a church. Anti-Semitic, anti-Christian, transgender. What other political motives could be discovered? Well, further investigation of Marino's social media pages found that he or she was a avid supporter of, guess who? Bernie Sanders, the socialist. In fact, had a photo of him shared on his or her Instagram page back in 2020, expressing his or her desire to see Bernie Sanders become the US president. This has led to speculation about whether the shooter's political motivations were not just leftist or communist, but specifically anti-Christian. Could the shooting be classified as an act of terrorism or a hate crime targeting Christians? Well, was timed to coincide with the Spanish-speaking Christian services about to begin on Sunday afternoon, just after the incident. That's the news. Our thanks to BNN for that report. The rest of the left-wing media will tell you, oh, there's nothing to see here. There's no motives. We're still investigating. What could possibly be the motive? I'll tell you what the motive is. There's a demon inside the shooter who hates Jesus Christ, hates Christians, hates himself, wants to become a woman, hates his own child. It's a demon of hatred. Hates conservative values, hates the rich, that's the Bernie Sanders, hates Jews, hates Israel, that's the free Palestine on the gun. Gee, I wonder what the motive could be. The left-wing media can't figure that out. We see it clearly for what it is. It's a demonic spirit inside of the shooter from all the propaganda they got from the left-wing media. Left-wing media, you are complicit in this by recruiting people into your madness, your anti-Christian political ideas, and those lies creeped into her soul, his soul, whatever soul. And now you're bearing the fruit of your left-wing ideology. You are to blame, and we are exposing that. There are enemies of the cross out there. The Bible says this in uh, Philippians 3. For I have told you often before, and I've said it even with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. 
They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things. They think only about this life here on earth, end quote. And they forget, as we're praying for this innocent boy who has been shot, Father, we pray. In fact, would you pray with me? Father, we pray for the victims in this case, the 57-year-old man who was shot. We pray for the innocent boy who was shot, even if it's related to the shooter. We pray that boy, by some miracle, will be healed and will recover and have as close to a normal life as possible, despite having uh, been, been so grievously injured by his own father. We pray you rescue and stop the anti-Christian hatred in the world generally. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Take a short break. When we come back, the Supreme Court takes on Joe Biden over free speech censorship. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today, I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Washington Examiner, who reports. The United States Supreme Court has agreed to take up a case fighting Joe Biden and his administration that have federally suppressed your free speech in the form of censorship from the federal government. And they've done that by pressuring YouTube and Facebook and Twitter to delete your messages. Oh, you wonder why you're getting strikes against you. Well, it's because Biden wants you to be censored. You know, I think that might violate the First Amendment. That's why the Supreme Court has now announced that Monday, uh, it will begin hearing arguments on March 18th in the case of Murthy versus Missouri, a major case involving free speech and Joe Biden's federal government agencies. And also the social media companies that have collaborated with him or welcomed his pressure to censor your speech. This could have monumental implications for content moderation law. And the case deals with whether or not Joe Biden's federal agencies indirectly, no, I think they directly encourage social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, now called X, to take down your posts, YouTube videos, we've gotten strikes and been censored, based on the basis that they contained false information about, in particular, political ideas that Joe Biden doesn't like your politics, so he's gonna quiet you. Make sure you're removed. Any dissent about treatments of the COVID vac uh, <clears throat> vaccination, 
any dissent about uh, election fraud in the media, these things are silenced. Not just by the platforms, but by the federal government. Well, that violates the law. The case could set significant precedent around social media and how much communication is allowed between federal agencies like the FBI and tech companies like uh, Facebook. Is that coercion enough to be, uh, silence your speech and become coercive sanitization by the federal government of your social media? Well, Louisiana-based U.S. District Judge Terry Dowdy thought that there was a problem here. He issued an initial order in July limiting the federal government's communication with social media companies after the plaintiffs provided sufficient evidence of a massive effort from the Biden White House and other federal agencies to suppress speech based on its content. Subsequent Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling by a three-judge panel agreed with that decision. Hey, government can't do that slap on the wrist, but now it's being appealed to the Supreme Court. Why does Biden insist on accelerating this? He already lost in court. Well, because he wants to continue the future policy of censoring your speech. However, it narrowed the number of government-affiliated entities affected by the decision. Supreme Court's going to hear a narrow class of, of complaints. Back in October, they suspended the order and allowed the agencies to communicate while considering the legitimacies of their decisions. So since October, even to the present day, now in February, March, your speech is still being censored by the federal government. There's a related state case where Missouri said companies can't do that. And that case is Mur Murthy versus Missouri. Not only are, are there tech related cases on the Supreme Court's docket, uh, but the Supreme Court is also going to hear arguments in a case called Net Choice versus Moody. Those arguments are happening now as we speak before the U.S. Supreme Court, dealing with whether or not a state can penalize a social media platform for its content moderation decision. The court is also expected to release a decision this term about a case on whether public officials can block critics on social media. That's the news, or thanks to WashingtonExaminer.com. If the government can block its critics, then the government can commit crimes against the public without being criticized. And clearly our founding fathers, when they wrote the First Amendment, wanted to limit not your speech, but the government's power to block your speech. The government can't do that. It's illegal. And I think the Supreme Court is going to rebuke the Biden administration for even thinking about trying to do that. Why do they want to censor you? Isaiah the prophet knew in chapter 30. Woe to the seers, do not see. And to the prophets, do not prophesy to us right things. Speak to us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. You know, if your Facebook and Twitter and YouTube posts that were just gentle and and praising the government, you wouldn't be censored, you'd be promoted. But we have a shadow ban on our site. Uh, all of our videos, they're available, but hard to find them. They're not propagated like all the leftist videos are because we are a conservative news agency 
That's why we need your financial support, honestly, so we can promote these things. We have social media campaigns going on to try to overcome that. Would you please donate to PrayInJesusName.org today? Make sure that our news is disseminated without censorship. Take a short break. When we come back, our last story today from what WND, a $3,000 fine to a preacher for quoting the Bible in public. Celebrate the new year. We're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from WorldNet Daily. WND.com reports a preacher got a $3,000 fine levied against him for quoting the Bible and Bible verses in public. The case happened in February of 2023 in Wales, that is right next to England, where Stephen Green of South Wales was arrested, what? For simply holding up a sign with Bible verses on it not even disturbing the peace. The sign itself had the Bible on it. And he did it within a designated safe zone, legalized protest location near an abortion facility. But it wasn't the, the protest itself, it was the message on his placard. It actually quoted the Bible. He's now been sentenced to a 12-month conditional discharge and fined about 2,400 British pounds, that's roughly the equivalent of 3,000 US dollars. I want to show you the words that Green's sign actually said, quote, Psalm 139, 13, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb, covered me in my mother's womb. That's all it said? 
that God created babies even in the womb? That's what you want to censor? That's the offensive speech that the British government can't handle? The police were called. Oh my gosh, there's Bible verses going on over there. We need to arrest them. And Green's presence was labeled an emergency, according to Christian Voice. <clears throat> Christian attorneys defending him confirmed that Green left before the police arrived. Police didn't even catch him in the act. It was all hearsay. After he went home, then there's a knock at the door. Were you at this place? Did you have a sign? Somebody complained about it. You're arrested by the police. This is Great Britain for you. He was initially only fined 100 British pounds by the Ealing Council, but he refused to pay the fine. Wiley won this pastor. He protested the injustice of his sentencing. And then he's called back into the court, fall of 2023, uh, the pastor, quoting the Bible, Green said the following, quote, I see this prosecution as an attack on the Bible and free speech. I am determined to defend myself and fight for justice, end quote. So he refused to pay the $100 fine, was hauled back into court to defend himself, and then they escalated the fine instead of 100 British pounds, it's now 2,400 or 3,000 US dollars. Green, by the way, is a 72-year-old pastor, also happens to be the national director of Christian Voice UK. He claims his intent was simply to protest the abortion buffer zone. And the message is you can have inside of a buffer zone. What's a buffer zone? It's this little place on the sidewalk. Sometimes they put a fence around it and say, you're allowed free speech inside of the buffer zone, but not too close to the abortion clinic. So in this case, his buffer zone was close to the MSI Reproductive Choices Facility, in other words, a death mill that kills children. But their policy was to prevent sidewalk counselors from, and others from praying and peacefully protesting on the sidewalk where the rest of the public's allowed to go, but if you're Christian, you're not allowed to go. Uh, and having reached or any so any contact with the clients entering to kill their children. Can't talk to those ladies over there as they're entering the abortion clinic. He was charged with antisocial behavior. Literally, that's the, the crime. Also the Crime and Policing Act of 2014 outlines in section 67 of the British law that its goal is to prevent prayer and protest in regard to abortions done at the facility. So it went to a court. District Judge Catherine Vergus said that she wished the preacher had actually somehow taken a black magic marker to the Bible, saying you can have these placards, but, but not those Bible verses, complaining that Green pointedly and intentionally left the words in my mother's womb in the Bible. You should have blacked those out, the judge implied, to openly protest the facility and Clients were uncomfortable because the Bible said, in your mother's womb. This was, as she said, quote, an expression of disapproval as envisaged by the order, end quote. The judge also reasoned that she could have peacefully, that the pastor could have peacefully protested outside of the buffer zone, you know, a mile down the road if he wanted to. Green's lawyer, however, the Christian lawyer Robert Smith, stated uh, that is not in in 
comport with European law. Now, now they have this European Union. I'm not even sure Britain's a part of them anymore, but Articles 9, 10, and 11 of the European Convention on Human Rights can all be used as a pastor's right to express his beliefs. In particular, Article 9 is freedom of belief. Article 10 is freedom of expression. Article 11 is freedom of assembly. Kind of like our First Amendment, they have those in Europe. Meanwhile, the pastor is pleaded not guilty and intends to appeal the $3,000 fine. That's the news. Our thanks to WND.com. We're out of time today, but we want to encourage you to always be ready, like Pastor Green, right? Always be ready to give the Bible even when it's illegal. The Bible says in 1 Peter 3, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to what? To witness to people, to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having good conscience so that when they defame you as evildoers, you preachers out there, those who revile your good conduct in Christ, instead, may they be ashamed for having accused you of re representing Christ. We're out of time, but let's take a short break to conclude the show. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted, you want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray in Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children. In some of the poorest slums overseas, we're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thanks for watching and donating today. We need your donations, large or small. This is a viewer-sponsored show. Please donate at PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, The fool covets. He lusts. He's always wanting. Everything greedy, all the money for himself all day long. That's a fool. But the righteous, like you in our generous audience, you give and do not spare. Thank you for donating today. Prayinjesusname.org. Get out a pen. We'll also give you our postal mail address at the end of this show, or you can donate by telephone at 866-Obey-God. If you need prayer, call us 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.